Hey, I'm Gerard DiBeralta from Serial 9. And I'm Kevin Peterson from Serial 9. And I'm Ryan Benoit from Dota Logic, and this is Serial Podcast 9. Gerard and I were talking about making a podcast shirt with the, yeah. the cool kind of like hexagonal triangular thing that on the front, but then the triangles like extend past the logo a bit on both sides. Oh. And then it and has then, like the, the name of all the, of the episodes. episodes. Like, a, like a band shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah, concert tour shirt. Yeah, yeah. 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 Only like will be the only ones to wear it. <laughs> no, 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 no. People ah, yeah, it. Everyone wants We'll that. put it on fucking Ink Spotify or whatever. What's that shit called? Printful. Oh. <laughs> Printful. <laughs> Ink Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're sitting on a gold mine. It is. Uh, yeah. All right. So, what are we talking about tonight? We're everybody. talking about questions. We got some questions from some listeners and they want answers. They want answers. Yes. All right. I wrote the first one down. That's a All pretty right. good one. All right. I believe it's from. Let me just double check the guy's name. Butcher it. No, it's J small underscore. So not like the word <laughs> underscore, but you know, like an actual underscore. <laughs> so very imperative that we get that. And he said, "Hey, uh, just thought I'd shoot over an idea for another podcast." And I thought that's great. So, like, if you were to buy car stuff that's not from the U.S. or overseas, but Canadian brands. So, essentially, uh, Jay Smalls underscore is trying to get us to recommend some local Canadian companies. You're putting us in a corner here, man. No, I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, nobody puts Girardi in a corner. You're going to have to come out swinging. I mean, like, he gave some examples, and one of them is a really good example. Do you think I explained the question properly? Yeah, sorry? you. I think we already. Yeah. Yeah, you go. got it. Good. Uh, um, I remember you said this before, and like, this does feel like something like I, I, yeah, like I feel that like on the spot answer to this is like real hard, but okay. Yeah, I've, it's I've not thought, hard for me. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me say some things. I he gave some examples. He said some examples to get the ball rolling. Serial nine, obviously. And I said, you are a Canadian company, you guys. You're not from Japan. Uh, After Hours Supply Co., which I don't know what that is, but it's a fun name. Yeah, Um, they're they're chill. FDF Fab. I don't know what that is. I would agree with that. That was one of them I was going to say. Oh, just Jay Smalls underscore is just taking the words right out of your mouth, which is he's (laughs) on it. Drift Jam, which is cool. We've talked about them a bit. They're the drift organization (laughs) in Ontario. So Vickers talked about them. And then Righteous Garage, which I also (laughs) don't know. I would say Righteous Garage for sure. Yeah. Do you have any that you would also add to the list? Uh, (laughs) You can get your uh, ECUs and stuff from SCG Performance. Uh, you can get your tuning done at AES Auto. Paul over there, great guy. If you're in the local BC area, what about Spectrum Motorsports? Spectrum Motorsports, awesome World turbos. Down turbo, yeah, tuner. Nobody does turbos Rebuild. like Chris Scrimmon. He is a uh, wizard. I believe yep. that's his nickname. Is a wizard, isn't it? I don't know. That's One time, it. I took a photo of him and I thought he looked like a wizard. I don't know. Where are some other companies, Kevin? Um. um 
I, I'm not even gonna say anything because I'm gonna say edit it, and he's not even gonna fucking edit it. I'll so edit it. I'm like, not I even gonna say anything. No. Say it. I will obviously edit it. I bleeped out the other things. Well, that, that, that's mind. what I mean. It's like, uh, like, what do you mean? Like, in what so what's what context? Like, like, I don't know. Let's talk about Dodo Logic. That you know, that's a company. Like, you know, that's we're, a Canadian company. We are a Canadian know. company. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can buy some stickers and some shirts, and uh, yeah, I don't but know what else. Know. Like you know what I mean? Do you have to create? Con- do you have to create content, or do you have to create a product thing? Or I like, think it was. Do you have prob- to be a shop, or you know? Yeah, iRace. Yeah, never I race. heard of it. It's a very fun name. Sounds like iPod, but it's right, right. Do you race? iRace. <laughs> iRace. I wonder. Yeah, what their commercials are like. No, it's a think- white silhouette of a race car, and like uh, just single color back color changing <laughs> as the car's driving around in a silhouette but the silhouette's white then they play feist in the background <laughs> feist. no the commercials like you remember those ones where it's like are you on ls i'm on ls and it's like are you race i race, I race. <laughs> do those ls commercials still exist i feel like that's i, I, I don't know i don't ago. know man. they probably i just don't. i just read that there's like a class action lawsuit against ls because like apparently it didn't really work <laughs> sick yeah, what I was going to say is I'm probably way more guilty of this than you guys. I, Aside from Serial 9, I don't know. I wouldn't like when it came to buying like parts for my car, I would buy brand name parts from Japan. Right. So like Serial 9 is the exception to the rule for me. Um, FTF legit for sure. They're like definitely like a pretty big player in the like upper drift stuff scene like angle kits and like parts for cars and stuff like that they're definitely like uh yeah. come up in a, a lot in the past like year or two like a lot of really informative extensive catalog for the z33 yeah and lots like of wise, informative wise videos lab level yeah where are they based out of uh quebec or ontario oh. i can't remember i want to say <laughs> quebec but i don't think so <laughs> We yeah, are in Ontario. Your heart's <laughs> accents are always on point. Um, okay. No, they're for, uh, if they're from Ontario, they'd be, they'd be Drake. That's who they'd be. Um, I, I Actually, my answer to this would be like, try to support local shops in your community or wherever you're from. Like, well, Also, uh, Righteous Garage is 326 Canada, so there's that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, 326 Power Canada. Why aren't you 326 or Canada? I don't know. know. Could have been. Seems like the shoe would fit. Um, There is the Spirit Garage. Spirit Garage. Yeah. Mr. G. Oh, yeah. G-Man. G-Man. Yeah. So I'll say this. uh, If you're in Saskatchewan and you want to support local people, I'd say like if you're in Regina, Odd Man Out is good. It's a local shop. They do a lot of cool stuff. And then if you're in Saskatoon, Exceed is good. Okay. What about blacksmith tattoos, bro? Fuck, if you want to get some crazy ass <laughs> tattoos, you go see Jesse Exner. There you go, man. Blacksmith tattoos. Someone did once ask if they could get a Dota Logic tattoo from him, and he's like, nah, that's not really what I do. <laughs> I feel that that's exactly what he would do. No, but he's like, if I'm anyone's going to do it, it should Yeah, be yeah. I don't know if the guy wanted the poutine cat or if he said, do you have any <laughs> other things? And then, like, Exner was like, like, I can't really give you the poutine cat because that's essentially Benoit. Like, that's him. <laughs> like, and it's like, what so no. 
Would it be weird to have a tattoo of you on yeah. some other dude? <laughs> yeah. Like, what if I want to get you on my arm? Well, that's different. <laughs> we're, we're, we're on a journey together now, Kevin. So that's a different thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I bet uh, Paz Auto in Calgary. I'd go see them any day of the week for all of my needs. Um, Paz Auto is Zap's shop. Oh, okay. It's just right. zap backwards. It's very clever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where does where does goat work? Uh, he has a new job at some Mercedes place, but he used to work at, yeah, I don't even, Rigel. Rigel. But then there's that other one that... Uh, I mean, there's Boost Factory. There's. Uh, I mean, we're just fucking naming every yeah. shop at this point now. You know yeah, I mean? but exactly. I, that's what I mean, right? Those are the people that I would say to go support, though. Is that like... So what's the no. place that uh, Mel worked at? Vex Performance. Vex. Oh, Jimmy, Vex. Jimmy Bailey. Goat <laughs> is at uh, Continental Auto Service in Calgary, and that's... Yeah. From Tuner Works in Rigel. There you go. Yeah, they own all the water. But yeah, wherever Goat is, go there. That's you. You can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with a guy named Goat. Um, uh, yeah. We'll try it again. I want to try this one. We'll try it again for Shawley. Sean Holly wanted to know the origin story of Gerard's yellow Cresta, and thought it would be a really interesting story. But it turns out. It isn't that interesting. It's more so that he just reshelled and painted a car. And that's how we got there. The interesting story is his first car that he bought for very cheap uh, and then got all of the motor parts off of a sketchy Russian dude who had imported a car when he shouldn't have. And then ICBC had them had the, the sketchy dude tear the car apart. So Gerard bought the engine and transmission and put that in. A wrecker car pretty much yeah yeah so that's actually the interesting story but yeah. i mean not, yeah. yeah long yeah. story short i built a 150 dollar crescent with a 1j and like did the body and all that shit but it was like so disgustingly ratty it had been smashed and like bondoed and all this stuff and it was fine i drifted it for a bit but then i was like you know what i'm gonna just gonna reshell this thing you know bought like a decent car for 400 bucks painted it some ridiculous color on a whim and then put the two together in a weekend and that was the yellow car i mean it went up from there it, it obviously got way crazier with the get drag and the twin waste gates and the borg warner turbo and the hks clutch and the 19 inch wheels and the body kit like but yeah, you gerarded the car we get yeah it. <laughs> but that was the original it was just simply a reshell of like a shitty 150 dollar car all right Let's get to the meat and potatoes of this episode, which I think is actually a really fun topic. And it comes from uh, Matt Peterson, who asked us to name things that we should like, but don't. And then yeah. vice versa, things that we don't like, but should. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah. I like the question. Let's start with this. I Who wants Definitely to start? Not a bad one. Go ahead, Kevin. I'll start. I have one that like we've talked about before and... It's topical. Um, the the G thirty five sedan, like <laughs> it ticks all the boxes. You know what I mean? I I bought it. I I liked it. You know, like I drifted it. It drove great. Like I, I you know, I've said in the past, like with just the minimal angle kit and um, the minimal angle kit is a PBM angle kit. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, yeah, like you know, it didn't have it didn't have a lot. It had coilovers, like a welded diff. And an angle like kit, poly mounts, and an angle kit, and it, you know, it seemed to do better than, 
my Alteza that literally has every single thing. I mean, honestly, it. like it was, it was infinitely but better than I just, at the time. But I just, I just can't like it, you know. I just, I just, it, it should fulfill everything, but I, I just can't get down. So maybe it's because it does fulfill everything. You don't like it, There's and maybe struggle. it's because you made it sound like shit. <laughs> But those cars just kind of sound like shit. I know you're. No, they, full, they fully sound like shit. I would say eighty-five percent yeah. of them to ninety percent of them definitely sound like shit. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and then the other fifteen percent are completely stock and quiet. So I'm with Kevin on that car. That I used to like those cars and don't like that. Here's a, a controversial one. I know it is going to be controversial, and everyone's going to disagree with me. Um, I should like japanese wagons but i don't actually i don't they're like they're fine they've grown on me a bit uh i i like them more than i did Interesting. but i actually think german wagons look better than japanese wagons german wagons being bmw mercedes and audi yeah or what about a fucking passat or a fucking even mind those i don't like jenna wagon <laughs> Again, don't even mind that in compare like very what? controversial oh, yeah that like, is controversial yeah but i mean there's not a lot i mean i guess there's a few japanese wagons we've got the stagia we got the the crown the, the blitz crown, you got the blitz you have the legacy oh yeah oh, legacy oh yeah. good the yeah. what's Ooh, the mitsubishi yeah. ones mitsubishi Galant. legnum the legnum legnum that's how you There's say also, that? I did not know that. I thought it was right, also the Legume. It's a legume. Look at this legume. It looks it's like a legume. A legume. Yeah. 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 It does. That car looks like a legume. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. But then there's the Evo Sport Cross. It's cool. Uh, but I also uh, probably. There's the Gita. Yeah, the Gita. That the Gita. is the one that is like, yeah. that's the one. The one that kind of checks the box. Uh, I mean, I I sort of agree. No, I mean, I, I don't agree, but I mean, I sort of can get where you're coming from. Like, I just recently posted a photo of like, was that like a fucking M5 wagon, which I didn't yeah. even know existed, or maybe it doesn't even exist. But like, clearly that dude has one. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? Like, if you could get that V10 M5 in a wagon, buddy, like, that would be so ill. I, I definitely don't think that generation comes in a wagon. I don't think so, but I mean, there's a lot of weird shit in Europe that I've like. I didn't know that other that generation came in a wagon. Like the taillights are definitely like pretty crazy. It's not like a render. No, that's a real car. You did something. Yeah, the RS6 wagon is looks amazing. That is an amazing looking car. Like, yeah, and I mean, then you got the Panamera Sport, uh, Sport Cross Turismo, yeah. Sport Turismo, and then you get the Take. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not arguing to say that Japanese wagons are better looking than European wagons. I mean, I literally own the fucking most weird looking wagon on the planet, which is the Blitz. <laughs> yeah, That's like a fucked up thing. Like it is. It is. It's and definitely I, like ugly hot. Like it's like can look cool if it's completely dumped, but like the other eighty percent of the time, it's like yeah, I, I kind of like not. Mm. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's kind of like you can't really decide if it's cool or not. They've grown on me a bit, but I would only say that's because of my proximity to you guys. And then like seeing that there's probably more potential to it. I will agree that for like most of the time when you come across someone with something like that, they're not quite like na always nailing it. Even like the crown wagon when Alex from Rare Spec had his crown wagon, I wasn't like super into that car. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I guess. 
Fine. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan either. I mean, I like them. They they can look super sick, but like it's it's like a lofty amount of. Yeah, like, like what's his face? Scoozum. What's his? Skokum. Skokum has Ball. a. He his is cool looking. <laughs> his looks dope. When I was younger, there was a part of me that was like, my friends would be like, "When you get older and you don't want an SUV, like, what are you gonna do?" I'm like, "Fuck it, I'll just buy a wagon." And then. But the issue is, is I got older and fell more and more in love with Toyota. And then my loyalty to Toyota wouldn't allow me to stray to like <laughs> buy a German car. To get a but crown it, wagon. And it also didn't push me far enough to be like, make me love the crown wagon. I think the crown wagon has potential. And for the price point, it probably makes sense. But it's also, I wouldn't own it. Whereas like, yeah, I'd own the RS6 and be like, this is fucking dope. Yeah, but it's I also one hundred and twenty thousand or something like at that. At least, well, the yeah. thing with the crown, oranges, like the crown, in my opinion, it's like it's got that dated sort of like it. It looks like a Toyota Buick, like it has like chrome around the taillights and like you know, like the interior is super stodgy and upright and like kind of, in my opinion, kind of whack. But like you know, the aesthetics of the the shape itself are a traditional wagon shape, so it's kind of cool. But like. Yeah, like the fenders are low and you got to like have wide fenders. You got to have it super low. You, it's got to do a lot of shit. Whereas like, like you said, the Audi or the Porsche or even fucking any Benz wagon, any BMW wagon, Dude. like it already looks cool. You start at a six and you go to like an 11. Whereas like with yeah. the Toyotas, you start at like a fucking two and you get to like a seven. Yeah. The, the, the crazy thing about like, like the, like the Benz wagons is, it's like you could just buy a 10 from the dealership too. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's like, an AMG know? like. Yeah, yeah. It like right like when we like we were in North Ann the other day having breakfast and like there was this the craziest thing, the craziest Benz wagon, cold starts up, backs out, like <laughs> like like no tire, like you know, like millimeter tire. And we're, we're like, that thing's like completely stock. Like yeah. completely and stock. brand new. Yeah. Like yeah. It's just and like it looks oh dope. my god. Yeah, so sick. Like yeah. But the thing is, I feel I feel like in those European countries too, like the wagons are a thing. So it's like, like they do wagons well because everybody that's going to buy the sports version of the car would buy the wagon. Whereas like in Japan, I feel like the wagons are a bit of like a, eh, it's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so we'll make a wagon and it has like the other, the good engine and stuff, but it's just happenstance. Like the only reason a crown wagon with a 1JZ exists is because the crown has a 1JZ to fuck start with. I mean, yeah. that was like, like the last, that, that's also the last gen. Like has Toyota made a wagon since the crown wagon? Well, the I mean, Blitz. they probably ha- well they have the Blit, and then they have like you know the Camry type wagons and all that kind of crap, the Qualys and all that other weird shit. Do they make a wagon out of the new Camry? Because that would be. A- <laughs> but I mean, there's no like you know there's okay. no like eighteen there's no like eighteen twenty or twenty no. crown wagon. There's no, no Mark X wagon. No, no. You know, there's no that doesn't continue with the like. Yeah, no, like, it doesn't. Like that, like sport wagon heritage. No, if you absolutely will, yeah. not. Like there's like yeah like a Tristel wagon. There's Yo, you're missing. We're missing the Mazda six wagon, which I think is called an Atenza in Japan, which is fully crazy looking. And then also that weird TSX wagon thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the Odyssey Absolute, which is technically a wagon, but it's kind of a van. So those things yeah. are pretty sick looking. But yeah. also at the same time, they're not sick. It's not rear wheel drive with 600 horsepower yeah. and like fucking Yo, shoots ca- flames Camry out of the wagon. A cord wagon. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Civic Wagon is the. Uh, I want to say it's an wagon? Orthia. No, I want to say it's wagon. A, the EK <laughs> Wagon is an Orthia. Ah, oh. it's pretty cool. 
I like I there's a there's also like the price point for a wagon where it's like if it was back in the day, like an accord wagon is fine if it was super cheap. Like if it was like <laughs> next if it was peanuts, it's fine. You know, like there's but it's paying a premium for a Japanese wagon is a bit strange to me. I mean the only one that made a fun one was probably Nissan, like and maybe Mitsubishi. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like the, yeah, the Nissan has the stage uh, RS4S, and then they have the new Stager with basically like all 350Z drivetrain, six-speed manual, and rear-wheel drive. Yeah, and like the Gita, you can't get. You can get it with no. like the NA2J, but it has to be auto. And then if you get it with the like the six-speed, it has to have the same the engine that. Yeah, like the fuel-efficient one, not like the sporty one, like the 160 horsepower one. Yeah, I think you're right. Actually, I think there may be a, a model you can get a six-speed one G powered one, but I mean, yeah, none of those, yeah, none of those are fucking cool. So yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. It was like it was meant to be fuel, like for fuel economy. It's basically said. a peasant model and it's yeah. manual because of it. Yeah, and I was like, well, none of these are great, but that yeah. yeah. All right, Gerard, what's the thing that you should like but don't, or a thing that you, do you don't like, like that you shouldn't? shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> one thing one thing that i shouldn't like but i do is low profile like mud tires i think they're fucking sick like, <laughs> huge wheels low pro mud tra- mud trains look so sick <laughs> <laughs> to what end are those used for useful just for show no i mean you can still like take them off road but you're not deflating them by any yeah, means yeah. Like, they're fucking like so low profile like i love it when the, the tread like almost touches the rim it's so fucked up like but i think it looks cool man like if i had a truck that just basically drove on the street like a lot of the trucks around my hood now like any of the like construction or contractor trucks like they have that and it, like you know it sticks out three or four inches it's like a 24 or 26 by 14 it looks fucking cool man like it's really like like i mean it's kind of cooler than having like uh the same size street tire oh yeah for sure obviously like like adds more truck look to the truck you know yeah yeah yeah. and i don't know to me it's kind of this weird thing where it's like it's it's like a lot of those aspects i like like obviously i'm into cars i like low pro shit but i like really big tires because a lot of times those are actually like 37s so it's like it's like a 37 but it's a 26 inch wheel so it's like it 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 appeals to like my low pro car loving side but it also appeals to like my big tire off-road truck looking side and it appeals to the deep lip and the sticking out wheels so it's like <laughs> makes the truck look fucking sick well that's a very interesting yeah, thing yeah. to like and i agree that you shouldn't we fully confirmed that gerard loves bro dosers yeah i, yeah. I did not know yeah. that you love bro it only, it, all right kevin what's the thing pick one thing that you like that you shouldn't or a thing that you should like but you don't I, I don't know. I almost like feel like all of all of the things that I like, I feel like are guilty pleasures or like people people razz me about, you know what I mean? Like well, name one. I don't know, like my pink car with three spoke wheels with my two spoke steering wheel and my zebra seat and but why shouldn't you all, like that though? What's the reason? I don't know. Why do you always make fun of all of those things? <laughs> because it's fun to give you shit, even though yeah, the shit exactly. looks dope. I don't know. What do you want <laughs> yeah. from us? I mean, I don't really make fun of it. I just don't really like three spoke wheels. And like, I guess the zebra seats a little bit like, yeah, I don't know. I just like maybe more subtle things. That's all. I don't really think they're whack for you, but I think they're whack for me. (laughs) Yeah. I think like there can be a, a taste difference in, in those things, but at the end of the day, it's still a Toyota. It's rear wheel drive and it has a, like a Jay-Z it's Jay-Z powered. So I think it like checks a few of the 
the boxes and it's low you know like the wheels fit properly and you know it's checking a lot of boxes i feel like it's like a bit of a car version of like when you see those like people that are wearing like you know like the really like they got gucci this and prada that and this bag but like it's all just mishmashed and like super like not like you know like oh this is a red gucci bag and i got like prada flip-flops and it's like those are cool things but maybe they shouldn't go together so you're kind they're of just really gaudy a fuck boy is what you're saying you're no saying no like, it's just it's just kind of like boy. it's a bit like gaudy and kind of like look at me look at me but it's like i'm looking at you man and it's just not doing it for me you know what i mean <laughs> yeah I mean, all right like, all right uh do you have anything else kevin because i don't feel like that was a really good yeah one. i mean that wasn't very good like I, like I, I feel like car. I just got dragged over the coals, and now, like, now, now. <laughs> Would you like to rebuttal, fuckboy? Yeah, yeah. Whatever you said, I had a hilarious motorbike, yeah, hilarious yeah. looking motorbike. Yeah, Gerard's carrying a grudge from the motorbike <laughs> comment. Yeah, I think four episodes ago. Yeah, it was literally like last what? episode. Yeah. What do you mean it looks whack? It was the most I've seen Gerard get like up about something. He's like, what? <laughs> your bike's whack you're whack i kind of like not having a blow-off valve <laughs> and just letting it buck but like yeah i probably shouldn't shouldn't like that i don't know <laughs> that's a pretty small thing <laughs> totally comparable to low pro off-road tires i'll tell you a big huge one a big huge fucking elephant in the room what do i what do i, I know i was waiting for it here it goes what what do i not like but i should like is function man I don't give oh, a shit. Fuck. That's not what I thought you were gonna say at all. <laughs> what like uh, the the Blitzo threes? I thought were gonna come up for sure. <laughs> no, I don't like fuck those Blitzo threes. No, but like, like, like for example, it's like okay, so I'm building this like G35. It's quote unquote like a seat time car, and it's like you should probably just not fucking dump it. You should probably not put like fitted wheels on it. Why don't you just put the fucking thing together in some sort of functional manner so you could just drive it and drift it and learn to be a better driver and like go door to door or whatever the fuck you're supposed to do when you're drifting. But like, I just want it to look sick, man. And like, I probably should just make it work better, but I just want it to look sick. So yeah, function. I should probably care more about it, but I, I really don't. But that's a, that's a bit of a catch because you try your best to make all the things that you build look sick and function. But you're yes. saying like, you don't care about just straight function. Right. But that's the thing is like, like I should, yeah. Like why should everything be some sort of like difficult compromise? Why don't you just make it function? It's like, what's so, what's so bad about like having that half an inch higher ride height? Like, is it going to kill you? No. Does it look absolutely terrible? No. But does it look fully sick to have it half an inch lower? Yes. And I would probably rather have the fully sick looking G35 (laughs) than the kind of cool. Oh, there's that fucking G35. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got a brand to re- to protect, Gerard. You can't be out here having not fully sick things, you know. Yeah. Uh, this isn't. This is a thing that I said once, and then I and I don't even think it was on a podcast. I think I was just like drinking with Kevin once, and I said it, and I thought it was interesting. I brought up the idea of having an S two thousand, and Kevin's like fully didn't care about that. So then it made me think, Kevin, do you not like S two thousands? I saw an S2000 listed locally today for $35,000. And I was like, is that the world we live in? 
I, I didn't. I don't know. Is it, maybe it is like you know, like I don't know. An FD is probably worth fucking thirty five thousand dollars. So like, no, but he asked you, do you like S two thousands? I've never. I don't have any experience with it, so I can't really make judgment. But no, I don't. Do you like okay. Maybe S2000. I would have bought one if I cared about them. S two thousand or Miata. S two thousand for me. S two thousand or Boxster. S two thousand. S two thousand or come on, Ryan, help me out here. I don't know. Uh, what else? I'd probably there? choose the S two thousand over a lot of cars, but there's equal as many cars I'd choose over the S two thousand because I've never that. chosen the S two thousand. You know? Have you ever driven one though? No, that's what I they're, mean. They're like, fully nuts. Like they're pretty, pretty fucking sick to drive. Yeah, I don't doubt that. It's like a rear wheel drive Honda, I convertible. Like I can't imagine that car being bad in any way. Yeah, and surprisingly, I can totally fit in it, which is weird. Like, except for the stock steering wheel is somehow like fourteen or no, like a fifteen-inch steering wheel. It's like ridiculous. It's like like a bus the, wheel. Yeah, it's like they take this like sporting car and put this stupid like Accord steering wheel in it. It's like so dumb. S two thousand or a Z four? Ah, S two thousand. S two thousand because your mom has one. S two thousand or a Supra. What? New Supra, like the new Supra. That's, oh, like how is that even a fucking comparison? Like, I don't know. Isn't it the same as the Z4? You take a Taycan or a Boxster? Uh, <laughs> yeah, S two S two thousand or uh, BMW M coupe. M coupe all the way. I'd take the M coupe exactly. That I feel that that's more in the same generation, at least. Sure. All right. Yeah. The new Supra. I don't like, know. There, everyone loves to be like, oh, the Supra's just a BMW. Blah. It's still like a brand new, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, fine, fine. I'm dumb. I like the S2000 and I would fully have an S2000, but I'd switch it to like the spoon hardtop or whatever, like the long, yeah, yeah. So, what about all those questions for you? Like, S2000 Boxster, never a Boxster. Get a Boxster and you spend all your time having to explain to someone why you didn't get a 911 when the real (laughs) answer is you just didn't have the money for it. (laughs) Yeah, that's Gerard right there. Yeah, it's like fuck. Like no, that was Gerard's exact answer for like the Tesla. It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you have a Model Three? So I would take a Miata before I took a Boxster. Uh, I would. I don't. I also would. I don't Only dislike, if it was. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't dislike Miatas, but I have a bias because Jordan Hall had the SR powered Miata. So like I understand that car and the engineering behind it, and I appreciate it. I would look dumb as fuck driving one. But I understand it. And an S2000 is like fully a car that I would would put in a category of like aspired to maybe have even like. Oh, really? Well, I was going to say like, what, like what, what if you had to buy a convertible? Like that significantly reduces the amount of cars you're buying. That's the thing is that I feel like it's a lot of responsibility to have a convertible. And it's a responsibility that I can't live up to. Uh, so I would have to put like a hard top on it and have it be that way. <laughs> He'd be too embarrassed to drive around yeah. in there. Oh, I was just, yeah, like, what am I gonna do? Like, drive around and listen to my indie rock and shit, or like, you yeah. know, like that's I, I, I feel like, I feel like if you have a convertible, any opportunity to have the top down, you have to have the top down, yeah. And that's not that's the whole that's the responsibility thing. of having the convertible. And I can't, but, but also, that. like, if you have the hard top, like if you have the SC430 with the like convertible, yeah, hard top, that's a nice top, though, or a Varietta or something with a convertible Ooh, hard top, or a uh, lots, you know, a uh, lots of German cars have convertible hard tops, like SL500. No, because I fully agree, though, like uh, a rag top, there's no rag top car 
that I can get down with because that looks terrible to me. It's <laughs> right. And fuck that, you know? That the latest model Miata is the only Miata I would ever even consider, like the one Jesse just had. Like that thing was pretty wild. But yeah. Other than that, like fuck Mazdas, fuck a Miata. I mean, <laughs> honestly, kind of fucking S two thousand. I like them. I think they're great cars. They're amazing to drive, but I I I I wouldn't really want one. Depending on the boxer, but I mean, I feel like the ultimate potential of a boxer is more than an ultimate potential of an S two thousand. I mean, you can get a, a Muse wide body, you know, spoon hard top, blah, 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 all that shit. It's probably pretty crazy. But I mean, at the end of the day, the boxer is mid-engine. You can turbo the 3.4 and have like, you know, four or five hundred horsepower. It's actually like a mid-engine sports car. It's actually from Porsche, which is kind of sick. But yeah. Right. Still not, know, on really. that, still not a 911 though, you know? So. No, it's not a 911, <laughs> but it's also not rear engine. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I feel like for what I need a car to be, something like an S2000 would probably be pretty good. But then you don't get entry into the Porsche club. You can't go racing with the Porsche club. But I don't <laughs> really want to do that. I, I think know. it'd be sick to go racing with like, you know. Yeah, do, you they, get do they let boxers fucking, in? Yeah, get to yeah, do they let boxers in? Are boxers yeah. allowed? Yeah, are they even allowed? Are they allowed? No, peasant. Kevin, this is a question though. Then if you had to buy a Honda, what Honda would you buy? Like any Honda in time or like? <laughs> yes, in time. Yeah, sure. Like if I was like, if we were all for some reason, like I guess we're all just getting into Hondas now. We all have conformed to buy a Honda. I'll give okay, you three. Matt, for mine. Matt, Matt Peterson's neighbor was this like old Japanese man who had like a Buick station wagon with like like wood on the side. Like it wasn't really old. It was like 95 or something. So like, I don't even know like what option this was, but he also had like a red AP one NSX. Like it was so sick. And he like rarely drove it. And it was, man, it was so immaculate. So like, I don't know. I've always loved that. Like the first gen NSX. So I agree. Like, I, I think that would, that would, if I had to get any Honda, that would be the Honda. But I mean, also that's like, that's a different that's a different tier yeah the pinnacle honda yeah i would also it's too expensive i'm saying if you just spend your own money on it oh it's funny because you guys asked that question and the nsx didn't even cross my mind in slightest yeah i mean if i could have any honda it would be the nsx if i had to buy one i guess i would try to find a way to find an affordable s2000 and then from there, I would maybe go into like ITRs or something like that. Yeah, exactly. I think I would probably try to get like an ITR. Yeah, but that, I, that's the thing. I don't know. I'm like not. I'm not like a front wheel drive guy. Like I know, but I'm just asking you to imagine. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm being your Yoko, and I'm asking you to be John right yeah, now. Yeah. So like, maybe imagine all the people. If NSX right. is one, then maybe S2000 is two. And then ITR. Fuck y'all are tricking. Like I mean, he's got one front wheel drive one on there. Okay, so mine yeah. would be, I think it's called a DB8. Uh, so like a DA four door, uh, an EK four door, and an Odyssey Absolute uh, yeah. all wheel drive. DA DA four door is is yeah. a super super sick car. Yeah. yeah, if I could have that project, I have this like project in my head that I want to build like a DA four door. That'd be amazing, amazing. But that's like light years away slash like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars especially now with today everything being so expensive like being possible yeah to you find, even a, find a, clean, fucking a clean example of that car 
right now is, you know, probably yeah. pretty penny. Do they even fucking exist anymore? I don't know. I what don't know. year is a DA? Up to 94, like up to 93. Yeah, the GSR was like a 93 and a half-ish. was like pretty sick. But yeah, I don't think they ever made a, a GSR Ford or maybe in the Japan, they might have made some equivalent, but. Those are all great answers. Gerard, I knew you'd have an answer for Hondas. That's why I didn't <laughs> ask you. And then you just hopped right in. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin dreamed a little dream finally, picked an NSX. <laughs> there was a version of me that thought the newer NSX, not like the brand new one, but the non-pop-up one yeah. uh, was good. And then I would take that over the pop-up headlight one. But this is where you get the opportunity to grow as a person and realize that an older, ver- a younger version of you is probably dumb and wrong. I would also go with the first gen uh, NSX, like with the pop-ups and not. I've driven one of those cars and I thought like, oh, this is pretty cool. But it's like, yeah, honestly, it. I just couldn't get it out of my head that it was like, it felt sort of like a Civic. Like not, not like, it was just so not special like for for a special quote-unquote car like you know that car was competing with like ferraris and whatever lamborghinis whatever they may be but like uh, i'd I'd rather have like a basic ass porsche than an nsx you know what i mean like so you'd rather have a boxster than an nsx well maybe maybe if it was like a late model boxster or something but like you know not like at the first boxster (laughs) over over an nsx i mean I'm also taking like value and and resale and shit out of the yeah. equation. Obviously, if I was like solely getting cars to invest and make money on or or like, you know, to hoard to to, you know, then obviously like there's a lot of cars that I would buy that I don't really give a fuck about, you know. What I mean? Yeah, I mean, on, like I wasn't like imagining I had to actually buy it or like would like sell it one day with resale value. I just yeah. was kind of imagining like what I would you know, yeah. be smiling in the parking lot looking back at Yeah, you know? that was my my thing too. I was like, no, Gerard, I was thinking about the meme. Like when you look back at it, are you happy? And <laughs> yeah. no part of me ever thinks of buying a car for resale, right? Like the fact that the Aristo has gone up in value blows my mind. And I think it's very dumb. Okay, what else do you like that you shouldn't? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll say scooters. You know what I mean? I mean, that's pretty safe. All right. Well, then uh, how about let me think more then. All right. All right. Things that I don't like, but should. And theoretically, I think I've talked about this before and it's come up on other people's lists. But the Mitsubishi 3000 GT, is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't we all like that? No. All right. What's another thing you should like, but don't? Roll cages. You don't like roll cages? No. You don't like safety, is what I know. It's like you. No, I just don't like the safety of it. I, I I feel like I feel like Gerard's been around the block enough, and like I feel like, no offense, but the amateur likes a roll cage. All right. The, con- well, the, connoisse- the connoisseur doesn't like a roll cage. I mean, if it's a racing car that I'm only racing, and it's obviously needs to be safe, well, then a roll then cage you, is then a necessity. You need to have a roll cage, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, if I'm if I'm have a car that I need to take to Seven Eleven or like go to fucking dinner with my wife yeah. i don't want a roll cage in that fucking thing no, not no, a street no, car. It, it doesn't make sense not yeah. in a street yeah. car i yeah. agree with that all right that's that's cool i have no allegiance i'm not offended i don't have a race car so i'm not like <laughs> oh man no okay. i just like no i just remember like me in the beginning like i always always want to have a roll cage like to me like when you could when you look through the back window of the car and you saw the x or like, it looks the so diet, sick the bar so and sick. you're just like 
yo, that car is a fucking roll cage. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was so sick. And it was like a status symbol, if you will. Yeah. But then like, then you get it and you have to live with it. Uh, and then you're just like, man, this is, this is kind of lame. Like I need, I need to have this for like the one event I do every two, <laughs> two years. <laughs> That's you know, right. and and that and that was in the beginning, and that was when the the rules were harsh, and like it kind of seems like over the over time the rules have kind of waxed and waned a bit, and like it's not so bad anymore. It's like you can do tons and tons of events and tandem, and you don't need a cage. So like, I don't see any reason to put a cage in. My yeah, guess. me neither. I don't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and also, I mean you know granted our events and the speeds we're drifting at and like the level of events we drift at is relatively low i mean uh, i'm not saying don't get a roll cage because like if if you're drifting you know like at a hundred plus kilometers an hour you know on like five eights banks and like you know in really high level or even medium level competition and you value safety a roll cage is an absolute necessity like no doubt well, about it, it. If you're in a competing body, they're gonna they're gonna sanction it. Yeah, so you're gonna have to have a cage. Yeah. Yeah, like, but exactly. also like it's a good idea to do so. But like on a streetcar roll cage, not my thing. Or even like a low level. Yeah. Car. Agreed. Yeah. Whack. Although <laughs> I do no, I don't care. Um, I do agree though. Like a uh, younger version of me would probably look back and be like, oh man, like. The closer you could have your car to looking like it was always race all the time and then be on the street was probably like, yeah, yeah. fucking sick. Fully, like, yeah, uh, fully. And then, yeah, you got to live with it. You're like, well, fuck this. And it's like, that's Posted that meme recently where it was like the stock car and then it was like looking at 400 horsepower and then 400 horsepower is looking at 800 700, horsepower. Yeah. yeah. And then 800, 700 horsepower is looking at 1,000 horsepower. And then the 1,000 horsepower car is looking back at the stock car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's all, you know, it's just yeah. like you're always chasing that. And then, like, when you, when you finally get it, you're like, yo, man, like that car that I could just like D for done and like just turn the car on and it's, yeah, you know, you're yeah. gonna prime it's, it or like warm it up. And, like, it's fucking funny lonely too. at the top, boys. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah. It's funny too because like a lot of times, like obviously when I was younger and like modifying cars and shit, like you'd you'd see like the Japan, you know, sort of like style of modifying, and it was always like a little bit, you know. They didn't make turbos that that fucking were honking and like you know, made a thousand horsepower. They didn't make suspension that was like well, actually they did make suspension that was really stiff, but like you know, they were they were always about like the feel or like the improvement or like the enjoyment or like the smoothness and like you know when american tuning came out it was like the biggest the craziest the mostest the you know the harshest the like you know everything and it's like a lot of times i was just like yo like that shit's whack like tomei like no we don't want tomei we want like a you know borg warner this or that or you know and like you want an external wastegate and top mount manifold and all this shit and it's like well sometimes you just want the car to like be nice to drive it could be a little bit faster, have a bit better response. And like the overall package is actually quite enjoyable, but like, yeah, that's why like things like solid bushings, like even for us, like with the engine mounts and like the Delrin and all this stuff, it's like, we want to have the effects, but we don't want to detract from the like enjoyment. We want to have the like, you know. Yeah, I do feel like that is one thing japanese tuning has always been about is the the feel yeah like 
how it feels, yeah. the difference in the feel. Whereas American tuning is all about the number. Yes. It's like you put the suspension on and you go to the skid pad and see yes. the G the G improvement, or you yes. go to the dyno and see the horsepower improvement. It's, yes. There's no there's no like feel unless you're talking about like the butt dyno where you're like, yeah, this feels faster. Mm-hmm. You know? But because then it always I think early on it always gave you like if you could put a number to a thing, it gave you bragging rights, right? Exactly. It's quantifiable. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. But like yeah, the my, Japanese. My cam is better than your cam. My yeah. car is faster than your car. My car yeah. handles better. Exactly. Than your car. And yeah. here's but how it, I know. But it takes it takes like a like you know years of being into cars and driving cars and modifying cars to find those nuances where you're like, oh shit, like I don't need fucking 500 horsepower, like. 350 horsepower is actually quite nice like honestly when i had the yellow car when it was making 350 at the wheels and the response was insane it was only like 17 pounds or something and it was just like stock ecu with like an afc or something and it was amazing to drive it was like it actually worked and like it would just start up like stock every day and like you know and then i changed to this other ecu and i made like you know 60 more horsepower but it would always have problems. And I was like, man, like, just, can I just drive this car already? Like it's pain in the ass, you know? And then now we've come so long that you can, you know, have big injectors and they idle and you can have like idle control and you can have traction control. You can have everything that the stock car has. Like, cause you met like back in the day, dude, when you used to have like a built motor and you had forged pistons and the shit would start up in the morning and sound like a diesel. And like, you know, or with our Jay-Z's, like you couldn't have idle control and like you had to sit on the throttle to like warm it up. And it's like all these things, like I just want a fucking car that works. It can be a little bit faster than stock, maybe like a lot faster, but I don't need it to be the fastest. What I'm hearing is things that we uh, should like, but don't as a, as a, as a community in North America is moderation. <laughs> like we yeah, are just exactly. thought about it. We're like, nah. <laughs> all or nothing and then tell like kevin said you go to the top and then you're looking back being like man i missed the old times when this was easy perfect example supras supras like supra owners super cultures it was all about the numbers 700 800 900 thousand it's like you drive a thousand horse supra i mean i've never driven one but i've you know been in some relatively high horsepower supras and it's like sick i got a power band from seven thousand to to like nine thousand like that's that's sick like, or you can have a 650 horse Supra that makes power from 35 to 75 and it's a fat power band. And the thing's just like infinitely nicer to drive like every single day. Whereas like, so yeah. I got a, I got a viewer question. Ooh, good. Yeah. Yeah. They wrote in here on Twitch. It's from Kevin Peterson and he asks, <laughs> um, Fuck what happened? <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever modified your car in any way where you've gone past where you think was the optimum? Like you just said, you know, you're like, oh, like, honestly, looking back, I should have not done that. I should have stayed there because it was just a bunch of headache. Yeah, definitely. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, there's I, there's a million times, right? Yeah. Well, when I did that first Cressida and like completely gutted it, including the fucking heater and you know like everything so now i got a car with holes in the firewall no defrost it's yeah, that's a like, that's a great lesson for people yeah you know, that's that's on the roll cage thing like yeah you're like yo this is gonna be sick i'm gonna i did the same thing man yeah. first, Coro- first corolla like day one everything out except the top half of the dash 
That's Dude, I, I never learned. I did it on a brand new Civic. I did it in my A86. I did it to the Cressida. Like, it was only after that Cressida, because, like, the floor was always just covered in rocks and shit. Like, I was just like, man, I'm sick of, like, like stepping on all these rocks and the interior is getting all scratched. And it's like, and then I when I built the other car, honestly, I was just kind of too lazy to take the interior out and, like, sort of didn't really care. I just put the seat in. And then I was like, oh, it's the same car. It might be, like, marginally slower, but it's, like, infinitely nicer to drive. Yeah, and my girlfriend exactly. likes to ride in it, right? Because like nobody really wants to ride in a stripped out fucking car with you. Gerard, no I think we just found the thing that you actually regret doing from the fads. <laughs> when we were like, "Hey, can you name a thing?" And you're like, "No, nope, gutting never, your car, no regrets." Yeah, yeah. it yeah. is actually gutting yeah. your car. Yeah, like, there yeah. you go. Totally gutting your it car. Looked looked dope, and it like those are all the things it checks all these boxes, but it's not practical. And at the end of what the about, day, what about removing sound deadening? you know yeah done it every single car yeah. like that that had no interior yeah Back i've done it tons too yeah <laughs> i've not done any of these things i don't actually think that i've gotten to the point with a car where it's been at if i'm being totally honest i don't think i've ever gotten to the point where a car where it's like fully optimal like bees knees everything is so like where i could look back and be like oh man i really fucked up like i said in the fads episode i've done things that i regret <laughs> but it wasn't like in the pursuit of excellence it was in the pursuit of being a dumbass and that's what i did you know like it's not i've done things that are dumb that could have been done better i think like the air ride i put in the celsius wasn't the best air ride you know wasn't the best choice for that car uh i mean i think that's fully along those lines you can look back and be like i would do it differently you know yeah yeah or like I, I would have sure, done nothing or, to that Celsius. Exactly, right there. That's exactly what I was trying to ask. You should have been, you know. It's like I wouldn't have done it. Looking back, I tried to get to the next level, but the next level was way harder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Required way more money and way more commitment. And in hindsight, I should have just stayed at the level I was at. Yeah, I like sometimes I'm like oh, I can't believe like I sold my S chassis, and then had that Celsius, and then. The other part of that is because, like, I quickly, like, realized that the realm that the Celsius was meant to be in was, like, the VIP world, and I'm not a VIP guy because, like, the attention to detail that you must have to be, like, a VIP car builder and, like, even the income you must have to build that car, I didn't have. That's all bullshit. That's all bullshit, man. I think, okay, one of the things I think is, like, the VIP, quote-unquote, like, image or scene that's, you know, in the in North America is quite a bit different from the vip world in japan like definitely there are cars that are like that top tier only show car super nice this and that but like there are a lot of like quote-unquote vip cars in japan that are treated like drift cars that are basically crazy yeah they're basically that didn't really wasn't prevalent when i had mine so you know like it didn't really matter and it wasn't like it was on air ride but it didn't it still needed more stuff to go lower and then like we vinyl wrapped it because I didn't want to paint it, but the paint was kind of shitty on it and I didn't want to put money into painting it again. Yeah, uh, It wasn't the best. And I put like the K-Sport air ride in it because at the time I didn't really know better. Like I didn't know what it didn't seem that bad. It was all right. But like when you start getting to people that had like self-leveling and shit and like mine was like, well, the back and the front feel even ish, you know, like you're like <laughs> trying to like even it out and be like, yeah, oh, okay. But the only reason I put that air ride in was because my stock Celsius trucks failed 
and they went yeah. into like full like inflate mode like okay now you got to fix these and i was like well i could put coils in it i don't know if that's a great idea or i could like do air ride and i was starting down my road into like toyotaism <laughs> so the only thing that i'll say is if i didn't have the celsius maybe i wouldn't have pushed so hard to get the aristo when it came up which mm-hmm. i don't regret having the aristo mm-hmm. uh so what things that we don't like that we should or things that we do like that we shouldn't yeah i got another one i think that okay. i do like that i don't think you guys like i actually i don't hate volkswagens at all like i don't have a hate on i grew up in a volkswagen so i, I mean i don't i don't like absolutely hate them i probably would never really buy one but they're pretty sick like they've always sort of been sick i just yeah. i just like european engineering versus japanese engineering it's just not there for me yeah there's some things that really worry me about it but i think when coming up in the era that i came up in it was like if you were looking at front wheel drive cars that were fast like volkswagens were pretty fast and they were just making fast cars ish out of the gate right like yeah yeah when i met carter carter had a volkswagen you know like (laughs) he wasn't driving a toyota (laughs) he was driving like a gti that's sick and you know, and like, and they have the plaid interior, and it's like, yeah, dude, yeah. Canadian with a beard. What else are you like? No, I was like, whoa, Recaros. these things well, are plaid. Like, fuck me, man, this is great. Well, my yeah, my 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 mom's car growing up was a was an '87 Vanagon. So we'd always go to the Volkswagen dealer, and we moved here in BC, like it was just down the street on 104th, and we'd always go there. And in the showroom was the GTI 16 valve the Mark II Golf when it came out, the Golf GTI 16 valve. And I just sit in that thing in the fucking Recaros and like look at the BBS wheels. And like, I was like, man, this thing's tight, dude. Like BBS wheels, Recaro seats, like, you know, five speed, like twin cam, 16 valve, like pretty cool car. It was like red or whatever. Like that car today is probably worth fucking 50 grand or something. Like so sick. But yeah, yeah I, other than that, like, I definitely got down with the with the rabbits and the golfs. I sort of lost track after that. Like, there's so many like Golf R, Golf, you know, you know, R32. R32. Yeah, R32 is fully like that's a sick car in my books. Like, yeah, yeah. it's just like it's just too expensive to have. I, it, there's so the many variants, and like I just never paid attention. Like, sort of like the Audis are exactly the same, but they're just kind of better cars. You know, you get the. Yeah. I remember like when when we used to go to the dealership in Winnipeg back when I was living in Manitoba, because uh, there's always snow. And I remember this one lot guy parked an Audi 90. I think it was at the time. He basically just revved the living shit out of it, dumped the clutch, and like fully side, like strafed the car into the parking spot because he just launched all four wheels and it was on a bit of a hill and i was like yeah that's the gangsterest move i've ever seen in my life like he was he obviously just like knew how to drive those cars so yeah yeah the first turbo car i ever drove was in high school i drove an audi like a4 turbo oh wow chipped and i was like oh yeah turbos are cool and this car is all-wheel drive and like again like uh, we talked about this before, but I have to put it out <laughs> in Saskatchewan. Like all wheel drive is kind of like King. a thing that you want a little bit because it's, and it like, it becomes a yeah. bit of a necessity. Yeah. And so it's like, wow, this is like actually pretty cool. And there was that point when I was younger, WRC was very popular and it was on like, your, did you guys have the speed network? 
Yep. Yeah, I had the Speed Network, and it was like you could watch WRC, and you could watch all-wheel drive like Subaru's race. And I was like, oh, this is actually kind of cool. There was a part of me that wanted. How many thought, Audis were there? No, I don't know. Then there wasn't that many, was there? No, I don't think there were any. No, no. Yeah, uh, but but so just like having the turbo all-wheel drive. No, I'm just saying the all-wheel drive turbo was cool. But then there was a part of me, even I wanted my second car to be a Subaru. I thought I was gonna flip to like an Impreza. There, there's an entire brand of like, what do you think you maybe should like but don't like Subaru? Subaru. Oh, yeah, God. like I don't know, like they're. Japanese, they're four wheel drive, they're turbo, yeah. they're all sorts of things. It's like, yeah, I agree. With uh, that. I don't know. Uh, the my first experience with a Subaru was a friend lent <laughs> my friend his 2.5 RS, and yeah, we we were just like drive the shit out of that thing, like ripping on these gravel roads, and like we'd pull the e brake and do these huge like 180 turns, and like man, it was sick. It was way faster than my Corolla and his 240, obviously, and like. You know, it was a much newer car than our car. So, like, everything about it was nicer. Um, and then years later, I got, like, some Legacy. And it was like kind of... It was definitely a lemon. That thing but, was the biggest lemon. Yeah. Ex- but, yeah, I don't know. I just... Something about Subaru is just... I don't know. My experience with Subarus is pretty minimal. I mean, when I was growing up, there was, like, the Brat. And then, yeah, the only other experience I had with Subarus was... Uh, Dusty was uh in gt grand grand turismo 2 i was like ah these things kind of fucking suck and then the only one we got then was the yeah you said the 2.5 rs and like i remember being in richmond and like you'd see all these modded 2.5 rs's but i was like dude that's like it's like an na like it's it's it, why would you buy that thing it's not even anywhere near that's like the only mustang we got would have been a four-cylinder versus a versus a five liter <laughs> and it's like you're buying the four-cylinder because it looks like a mustang that's just whack like <laughs> And then we finally got the STIs and stuff. And I was just like, I already lost track. I didn't really care. But yeah, driving them, I've driven them. They're they're pretty, they're pretty cool. I just I just I hate them. I can't get out. If out you of them. had to have a Subaru, what would you have? It would of course be an STI. I mean, I don't did they make a legacy STI wagon? Oh shit. 100 percent Forester STI. Uh I swear like Satoshi has it. It's a manual yeah. Forester STI. Like it's it's really weird, rare model, but yeah, it's like a manual STI Forester. It's pretty cool. Mm. Those things look pretty cool, stanced out. Like I think the Foresters sort of like look the coolest because they're like this weird wagon van, yeah, boxy yeah. thing. I just I can't get down with that flat four, man. I mean, that's honestly like a big reason why I don't really give a shit for RFRS and stuff too. I can't can't get down with yeah, a flat four. I I totally agree. It's the same thing for me. I I really like the Forester look too, but like yeah, it's the motor. I. I... No. yeah i like put an sr20 in there fucking done like yeah, yeah. but like literally A series like, like yeah. yeah exactly literally yeah. anything in there yeah. like, you know kevin yeah. yeah, if just, you had to have a, a super what would what would it be i know I, I swear the same thing like the the forester like right. yeah interesting i would still go for an impreza i'd pick like a hawkeye or a bug guy like sti and that would be that and it would, i what think about the, what about the sabaru uh, the other thing too with the subarus <laughs> is like you get those guys with the red fucking rally armor mud flaps and shit and i'm just like dude like that's your mod like really you got this fucking car and you put mud flaps on it like well, and that's, just, that's just like a, vic- a victim of the culture though you know what i mean yeah, that's yeah. like that's like stock lancer dudes doing the same thing you know? but that's okay yeah. so like 
So like you get the JZX culture, you get a JZX and what's the, what are, what are three mods JZX owners do? Lower it, cool wheels on it and, and an exhaust. Like you, what are the first three mods Subaru owners do? Those stupid fucking horns, mud flaps and like springs or some Pink shit. badges. Yeah. Like, like, because there's a, a thing there. I think if you're getting into a JZX, you're, uh, you have Hot to be boy. A, <laughs> I was going to say an discerning enthusiast. Yeah. It's, a, it's a certain level. Like it's a fucking def- Chad. Don't, don't do the mod. If you're going to put mud flaps or horns, uh, is our horns like even that. a fucking mod? Like, no, no, we've all, dude, that's the, that's that whole part of like, like maybe you haven't been there, but like, whatever like you know other people have been there like where it's like have yeah you, you, sp- you literally spent every single dollar you had on this car and now you have like 75 dollars to spend so you go to canadian <laughs> tire and you get like some stupid shit you know well like, like rally armor i imagine it must have like a price tag attached to it and it doesn't void your warranty and then <laughs> rally armor is not red mud flaps yes is it, it is <laughs> yeah it yeah. is isn't it it is, isn't it? I'm 100. I don't know. We're. All, I love now that we're just talking about shit that we don't know anything about. Um, I'm almost guaranteed. I'm pretty sure it is. Rally armor mud flaps. There you red. go. Do they come in red? They absolutely come in red, and they are 139 dollars. So Bro, don't I'm give not, me fucking yeah. shit about. Yeah, but I can't afford not, a mod. But that's not a ton of. That's not the same as like two thousand dollars for wheels. You could buy a boost controller. That's not I stage mean, one, bro. Yeah. I mean, they all, I think what a lot of Subaru owners do is don't they just, they like get their ECU reflashed or something, don't they? they get a cop, What's a cop access port? port. Yeah. If you are into a Subaru and you go onto a Subaru group or you go into a Subaru forum, if they still exist or whatever, or you're like searching the hashtag and you start looking at all these cars and they all have red mud flaps and you're not, out there like you're just getting started you're like clearly if i'm gonna be in the scene i need red mud flaps but okay but the for thing 135 dollars like, that's a simple jump to be like but now i'm individual like everyone but listen, else but listen man listen like in the grand <laughs> scheme of me. car modifying in the grand scheme of car modifying what other fucking realm do mud flaps exist as a mod ferraris nope overlander toyotas no yeah okay maybe trucks sure like do you want to be is, is that the same realm trucks and fucking Subaru. yeah but they're rally they're like well it's rally inspired you know like i don't know exactly. because i'm not them and now i'm arguing a point that i don't fully understand <laughs> okay uh one thing that i should like that i kind of just don't really like are coupes i've never in my life owned a coupe actually that's i've had a two-door once and it was a it was a 1971 toyota mark ii i don't even know that was a mark ii like it was like a sedan technically but it had two doors um but yeah i should like coupes i should like s15s i should like supras i should like you know, the new Supra, I should get like the new 400Z. And I, I do. But at the same time, I always just think the four-door one's cooler. Well, it's because you, know you want to be different. And I quote, I want it to be different. Well, also, I just think it's more car. <laughs> I, I always kind of had this thing. Like, I remember when I first modified <laughs> when I first modified the car. <laughs> like, no, I'm, I'm right there with you, though. I'm totally right there with you. More real estate. So I'm getting more real estate. Well, yeah. Like, I remember like when it got the no, X7. You, you, no, but you had an FC, you had an 8.6. Both of those are coupes. Oh, yeah, you're right. I had an FB and I had an 86. But my 86 was like the trunk model. So, I mean, yeah, I had two yeah, doors. Yeah, it's a coupe. Yeah. That's definitely a coupe. Okay. 
Well, I guess the, <laughs> By definition, the technical, no, no, the technical, <laughs> but in A86 world, it's either a hatch or a coupe. So yes, you're right. I had a coupe. Yeah. You love coupes is what I'm hearing now. <laughs> no. Okay. So after those cars, after the FB and after the, I had the first, my first Cressida, it was an X7. And I remember actually, I fucking gutted that thing at first too, like the rear half and stuff. And I took it quote unquote drifting. And I was like, this is fucking so sick there's just like more shit to take out there's just more like stuff to like you know what i mean and it was just kind of cool to have this big fucking car and it was like still kind of fast and like it was just cool because i could put my bike i could fit three bmx's in the back and still still like go drifting and be comfortable like you know what i mean it was like it was just kind of cool and i remember like it was between an fc or the x7 and I remember like sitting in the FC and looking behind and like directly behind me were the strut towers. Like I could adjust the fucking shocks for the back from the driver's seat. And I was like, like this is, isn't going to work, man. Like, like what do I even put in this thing besides me and like a passenger? Like, it seems bullshit. Like you're paying all this money for a car and you, you don't even get any car with it. So kind of sounds like you took the function of the sedan. So you do like function. You're like, yeah. Not your on-the-fly control of suspension in the rear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? That that also sounds like full function, though, too. Yeah, like being able like, to like fucking dial reach, this in, re- reach back and adjust your damping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, we're gonna take this turn. I better adjust it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing I don't really like, and I probably should, is meaty tires. I just I don't I can't get down with them. I think they look like shit. I I think like I could probably do an almost square setup if i had like a racing type car with like you know super lightweight wheels and like you know r triple eights or whatever sort of like racing tire but if people are going to come at me with like some bullshit tire that's like a square on like some wheel that like actually fits i'm just going to be like yeah fuck that it just doesn't look cool it does it's not functional um for fitment you like tire you like wheel fitment not tire fitment yeah absolutely yeah, it's infinitely yeah, that's more not surprising. I know, but like it, you're supposed to like it's supposed to be proper or whatever. And people are like, oh, it's not functional to have a fucking stretched tire. And it's like, well, fuck you. It actually is more functional because I can have the car lower and have the wheel further out and still turn. And I mean, people are like, I get it's it. not functional to have a fucking like radial bias ply or whatever bias ply tire either. You know what I mean? Like, so like. Yeah. Like my my stretched radial that's brand new is probably way better than any like any of your ancient bias ply like hot rod tire, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but also at the same time I get because I, you know, roll fenders a shit ton. Like I've been rolling fenders since 2003 and people come at me, they're like, Oh, I got this and this and this, but it rubs. I'm like, you know why it rubs? Because you got the wrong fucking tire size. Wrong being like it's it's square to the tire, therefore it's square to the fender, and therefore it's gonna rub. I don't yeah, it's I don't like, care. It's like fitment fitment guide size. Yeah, like I could roll the fenders all day long, but if you're not gonna pull that tire in and pull that wheel out, it's always gonna rub. So fitment, like square fitting tires, fuck them. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't feel like it's surprising to find out that Gerard's about wheel fitment. Like, and people are like, "Oh, no, no, like it feels like a it feels like a bit of a learning opportunity, though." Like, same thing. It does. It's, yeah, yeah, it's like ninety nine percent of the time that we get called for a fender roll, it's it could be fixed if the person ordered uh, one size 10 or twenty millimeters smaller with yeah. tire. Yeah. And yeah, and like it's not going to be exactly what the tire shop tells you to get for that size wheel, 
but it's going to work no matter what, you know? And, and, and like you could, you could permanently alter your car. Yes. Or never alter your car. Yeah. <laughs> and and they think, they think that like that 20 millimeters is going to make some sort of fucking performance difference when they got like, you know, like China brand B tires. It's like, dude, like literally just go down one or two tire sizes. I don't want to ruin your fucking car by rolling the fenders. And like, I do a really, really, really good job, but like I'm still permanently altering the fender on that car. It's not, it's no longer stock. And, and maybe, you know, certain cars take better to it than others. Certain cars should never have their fenders rolled, but yeah, like, it's like, you could just get a skinnier tire. It's going to give you like, 1% 1% less performance that you never drive anywhere near that limit of anyways. Exactly. I, I was literally going to say at the extreme, the dude goes 20% over the speed limit. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, then yeah, like, you, oh, you really need that 395, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, like the people are like, Oh, it's unsafe. It's going to debeat. It's going to do that. It's gonna, like, dude, I've had one tire debeat in my entire life. And that was a front tire because I went straight into the, the like the rocks or whatever at a 45 degree angle and it like ripped the tire off the wheel i've never had a rear debeat i've never had any of that shit like happen like you just got to know what you're doing and i've got like 130k through a pothole that like tacoed my work wheel and the tire still on the wheel yep like and that's like that's on 20 degrees camber and like i drove to california and back on 10 degrees of camber with was it a 265 30 on a with four people in the car or whatever the hell, three or four people in the car was at 5,500 kilometers. Like never back. Yeah. Yeah. So like, don't talk to me about unsafe. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) stance. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, again, not surprising, great learning opportunity, but like this just in Gerard likes stance cars. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maybe, maybe the thing there is that like, you know, like, Maybe it's that it's not as dangerous as you might think. What's more dangerous, your tire rubbing your fender and getting cut up or having a 10 millimeter smaller than recommended width on the wheel? Like, like yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Nothing, nothing more unsafe than the tire rubbing the fender, especially at speed when you're like got four people in the car and you go over bumps on the highway and it's like, and it's like, oh, there's like, two millimeters, five millimeters, eight millimeters going through my sidewall. Like when's it going to blow up? Well, it rubs yeah. less and less every time, right? <laughs> Does anyone else have a thing that they don't like, but should, or that they do like, but shouldn't I feel like Kevin's not saying anything anymore. Cause Gerard no. wrecked him over the coals for his. No, car. no, I'm, I, I, <laughs> I honestly, I, no, like if you just told me a bunch of things that you, or if Gerard just listed 10 things he likes, then I could probably be like, there's eight things there that I don't like. Ooh, but, you know, okay, let's do that. <laughs> List some things you like, Gerard. <laughs> One thing I was going to say is that, like, as I get older, like, I become more like Ryan says, where I just feel like I'm more accepting of things that I don't like and I can appreciate yeah. what it is about them, you know, yeah. that other people do like. Whereas when I was younger, I'd just be so steadfast in in what I liked and what you like is wrong. Yeah. yeah you're wrong yeah. because you like it. Yeah. But now, now I can, you know, like, you know, like I can appreciate Gerard's, he's, he, he wants all these Nissans and I'm like, I can totally appreciate why he wants them. Like, and it yeah. makes sense to me, but it's just, it's just not for me, but yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to hate on it. 
Can you what? appreciate Gerard's motorcycle? This is your chance to get him back for <laughs> shit talking. <you. laughs> no. Uh, uh, no, no, so I, I, I could I could appreciate it if I could hang out with him and ride together. You know. Yeah. Then it yeah. would feel like a then it would feel like a true motorcycle. And I could appreciate it because we could do something together. But like oh, right, now, right now, it's just a garage ornament that looks ugly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, one one thing I should like, I and I mean, I really should like them, and I really kind of just don't like them is Toyota trucks. I just you don't like have, Tacomas. No, I don't like Tacomas. I don't like foreigners. I don't like Land Cruisers. I don't you like don't like forerunners, you son of a no. bitch. <laughs> like I can appreciate them. I think they're good for what they are, but like I don't think they offer a lot of value for 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 what they are. And I just can't get down with the fucking full time four wheel drive. So oh, like, mine's not four. Mine's not that. Yeah, but yours. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Yeah, like the forerunner. I just <laughs> never got down. Do? <laughs> <laughs> and like Land Cruisers, great vehicles. They're great, but like I I don't think any of them really like look cool. They don't cool i don't know what you're saying no i mean like like the early ones look the early ones and the early prados look cool because they're boxy which is totally awesome but like i can't get down with slow windows i can't get down with fucking like not really fitting into the truck and like i can't get down with full-time four-wheel drive and i can't get down with you know there's a lot of things that i'm not down with i feel like the the old ones don't have full wide time four wheel drive. no they probably I, don't. don't they didn't yeah, they I, probably I, don't yeah didn't exactly. start that I, until I, the fourth I, the 80 series yeah exactly i know but then saying. but then at the same time you get the old one that doesn't have four wheel drive but it has all leaf springs and you're like man i'm definitely not getting down with a full leaf truck like not <laughs> yeah. a chance right so it's like there's like Mine i definitely do that no but i mean why you're, are you so mad no, at my forerunner and it's rusty rear bumper get out well, of that, that's just the thing it's like i don't know like they're expensive they're like they're they're good trucks but i mean they're also good trucks because they're so popular like if you yeah, take enough it's people, a toyota well yeah. yeah but also you take enough people to to push a cart and the cart's gonna go fucking pretty fast you could you know that's like a porsche 911 okay it's like a porsche 911 it was never a good design to start with but like over the years they've just refined this really shitty design to become really awesome oh, i guess sure as long as we <laughs> land on really awesome I, I, okay, like I, 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 I will sit back here and agree with both sides. Like, like I love Toyota. Like I am so loyal to Toyota, but like the the value of the Toyota truck versus what it costs to most people is isn't worth it. They're never gonna get that money's worth. They don't need that. You know, like nobody needs the performance of the four wheel drive that they have anyway. Yes. Um. The nice the Nissans are are built like Nissans are, which they're more sporting and they're more fun and they're lighter and they're less built to survive forever. So you might as well get that vehicle that costs less is more fun to drive. is going to get you is going to get you there, but maybe isn't going to get you there forever. Yeah. Yeah. I you went know? for the forever equation. Cause I was but, like, what is easier? Like what's going to last in like, and that's why I picked, Part of the reason I like yeah, but I own, I own a I own a Toyota truck, and I probably would never not own a Toyota truck. So yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing for me to say all of that. Sure. But also, no offense, in my opinion, you have like the absolute worst one. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not offended like the, by that. No, like the, it's third, not like the, I want the, your dyna. Third, I'm not like, like, yeah, like the it's third not like gen. I roll up to your shop and I'm like, oh man, I really blew it and bought a Forerunner and not a dyna. Yeah. Like, it's it's totally okay. I don't expect you to want a third yeah. gen. 
I mean, that's the thing is like, they're, they're great and they're popular and, and the popularity makes them more popular. And, you know, it, it's like a, it's like a wheel, man. Like there's a, there's a big aftermarket because they're popular and the more pop, you know, it, it is what it is. And like, yeah, there's millions and trillions of these trucks out there and, and they're not shitty trucks. They're good trucks. They're reliable. They're, you know, they're Toyotas, man. And I, mean, I love Toyota, but just the configurations that they came in for me was just never, I could never do it. Oh, it's reliable. Boo hoo. But it's like, no, but it's reliable. You guys like, but wait, but wait, on, it's on reliability street. is a relative term. It's like how many forerunners have non-working lockers or non-working, whatever. It's like pretty much every single fucking one All of my or the transfer either. case, the transfer case doesn't go into four wheel drive, but there's so many people that like know how to fix this problem or whatever, that it somehow just becomes less of a problem and then gets pushed under the rug. But like, is it reliable? Did it have that problem to start with? Probably, but like every person in the world knows how to fix it. So it's not really a problem. Whereas like, yeah, I like mean, the niece. People have done studies to say like, if you own a car, what has the, has the least amount of money you have to put into it like annually to the most yeah. amount of. I, I'm Toyota's not arguing that Toyota's. Always, yeah, Toyota's like is always yeah. more. Yeah. Toyota's the, always at the bottom. And it's always yeah, BMW, at the bottom. BMW is at the top. And I'm, I'm not arguing. And for that. So I get, I get what you guys are saying, but like the resale value of a Toyota exists because it is sought after and it's sought after because there's, I think, actual like data to back up the buying decision of that vehicle. Uh, All right. What are some other things you should like that you don't or that you do like? I should like scooters, but I don't. Or like maybe I should (laughs) like the type of scooters that Kevin likes, but I don't. <laughs> That's another one, though, that it's not surprising to me because they're not fast. But I guess I heard the whole argument. Yeah, it is what it is. I, I don't like dislike scooters generally, but I just dislike those type of scooters because they're just all about foo-foo looks and have zero performance. All right. I'm going to maybe let's do like a. Oh, that around. sounds like like you're really about function and not style. But, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> No, there just has, ah. no, there just has to be a certain <laughs> level of function, you know. Hey, man, All I right. can go seventy on it. Like, <laughs> let's try a lightning round. Skylines, lightning round. Like them, Kevin. I would, I would have to say, like them. Yeah, I like them. Okay, R thirty five. Yes. No. Uh, new Supras. Yes. Uh, yeah. Camrys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that one. <laughs> um yo should do an hour of this big wheels on old cars no. no actually wait i didn't know we did that whole usdm show and then i didn't know when you said like you didn't like like touring cars or touring GT. pro touring pro touring and then i looked it up and i was like i fully like those <laughs> and i was like oh those are sick that's what i would build okay uh, how about so those maybe v8s yes. v8s no yes uh, no no i'm gonna I'm say no oh shit eh all right all right um i feel like if i'm gonna go to a v8 i might I'm like why wouldn't i just like be ostentatious and have a v10 or a v12 or you know uh because they yeah. don't exist a maybe? century get a toyota <laughs> century <laughs> done what are you even talking about, man? Like, money's no option. I just get a V10. Like, yeah, we're all Gerard. Talking about, say, yeah. So you're going to get a... LSX is a peasant fucking V-motor. That's some basic-ass peasant shit. What else do I got? Um, welded diffs. Yes. Yeah, I've never had one, so I don't know. Okay. All right. What about this? 
What about cut springs? No. <laughs> it depends on your car, but I'm probably going to say no. Lowering yeah. springs. No, I, okay. Well, I mean, if it's between that, would I rather cut my springs or put lowering springs? I'd rather cut my springs. Fuck really? Spend three hundred dollars on some spring. Get the fuck out of here. You can buy coilovers for five hundred dollars. Like <laughs> lowering yeah. springs. No, no. Kevin, you ask us some uh, like paddle shift or like uh, like hand hand shift, but the like. same auto <laughs> bullshit. But I don't know. What you, I don't even know what you call it because I don't live in that world where you can like oh, shift lever lever versus or like no like oh like, i see yeah, yeah if you're like, gonna do it it might as well be paddle if you're like if you're doing it uh, at that level it might like, uh, really i'd okay. way rather fucking yeah. shift with my hand okay but i mean is it what is it attached to an automatic or a transmission like a dct that actually does something cool i guess it doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter. It I'd, doesn't I'd rather matter. have this i'd rather have the stick i, I don't really think paddles are fucking cool you yeah, boys haven't been watching Drive to Survive. I'm all about that F1 life now. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> right. right hand drive, left hand drive. Right hand drive. I'm going to say I don't really care. If uh, I had the option, right hand drive. Why? Anyway, I, just, I think if I had the option, boy, uh, look at me drive. shit. I would, I would also probably say if I had the option, it'd be left-hand drive. I mean, it makes ah. more sense if I'm driving. If it's a race car, it doesn't matter. But if it's like the car I'm driving every day, we live in the left-hand drive society. So why? Yeah, I mean, I guess the forerunner is left-hand <laughs> And I mean, it's weird because like no matter how many years I've driven right-hand drive, I'm still way better driving left-hand drive, <laughs> which is weird. Um. I don't know, but right-hand drive has, I don't know. It, it, the only thing it has is coolness. That's yeah. the only thing it has. Yeah, I'm down with that shit. Nothing sure. better about it. It's like shifting, flex. manual shifting with your left hand is definitely fucked up. It's definitely I weird. Don't even think about it. I don't know. Yeah. Man, I, you drive the Aristo two times a fucking year, man. Like, how dare you? I used to I, like daily a 180. It was. Yeah. Crazy. So when's the last time you drove a left-hand drive manual car? Okay, so a couple more before we wrap it up here, bros. Yeah. I like this lightning round shit. I'll cut yo. out all the other stuff. Yo, 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 yo. Matt Paint. Nah. Yeah, nah. fuck that shit. What about That's satin not even a paint? Question. How satin? about satin? Nah. 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 All right. Okay. Good yeah. How about, how about Satan paint? Yeah. Things that you shouldn't like, but you do, or things, sorry, things that you like, like but shouldn't. shouldn't. Electric cars. <laughs> you only like one, and this is your plug, and then they're never going to sponsor us. <laughs> so if the take can didn't exist, would you still answer this the same way? No. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I never lived with a Model 3 or whatever. I just like, I it. yeah. Nothing On a day-to-day like. basis, do you think you could live with a Tesla? It was a given to me, or did I pay eighty thousand dollars for it? Oh, we're not giving you the eighty thousand no dollars model you a car. But okay, well, if I'm paying my own money for it, no, not a chance. I mean, I'm not paying eighty thousand for any fucking car, so no, eighty thousand dollars. I'm buying a Supra, not a fucking really Tesla. What, really, what it comes down to, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, do I want electric enough to pay eighty thousand for a, a generic one? No, I'll buy a four hundred Z, a Supra. A Q a Q fifty six speed swap it like upgrade the turbos the whole you know that's what I'm doing. I just feel like a lot of those cars might be hard for you to be a family person in, but that's no the Q fifty is a four door. 
Yeah, that one's fine. The Supra doesn't seem like. Hey, that's what the truck's for, man. I got a truck. (laughs) The gas guzzling, huge monster truck. So, Kevin. Yeah. Should you like electric cars and do you or do you not? Should I like electric cars? I feel like I should like electric cars. The The performance aspect of the electric cars is undeniable. And do I electric electric cars? I don't feel like I have enough experience with electric cars, but I feel like there's no reason not to like electric cars except for the elephant in the room, which is Tesla, who's been making cars for five years. So I don't really think that they can make a good car. Uh, but they're like the foremost electric car maker. What a great Kevin answer that was. <laughs> that really turned yo, fuck, Tesla, yo, fuck Tesla. Yo, like, I'm obviously getting the Lamborghini electric. It's going to yeah, be yeah, fucking so sick. Go. Right. Going there straight you. to the dealership. Dude, I'm going to, I'm getting it fucking, it's going to be like volcano red. I'm going to get the fucking magma stitching. Yo. Yo, 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 it's going to have air conditioned seats. Yeah. Fully sick. This yeah. is why Alan C keeps asking us to show who we are yeah. so he can determine the difference between Kevin and Gerard. Yeah, yeah I don't really like things that, yo, things that we should like, but we just don't really like women. <laughs> uh, uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> All right. Um, well, what is the biggest thing we've learned from things that you should like but don't, and things you, that you, you should like. just like whatever yeah. you like. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a nice one. I was yeah. going to say moderation is key, but yours is better. Uh, no, moder- I mean moderation is key, but if you really like something, might as well just do it because other people are, are going to hate you whether you do something you like or not. So I agree with that. My thing is, don't spend too much time hating a thing like don't if unless it's blitz oh threes <laughs> i don't i don't hate them i just think, well, you know, I think the hype is pretty stupid evidence no, okay. shows otherwise <laughs> go on but yeah the thing is it's like don't limit yourself from like doing something or enjoying something just because other people do it it's it's fine to like something that other people like like if you like it just fucking like it i want to try to say this in the briefest way possible i think my biggest takeaway from doing all of this is and all my time in the car scene is the people that do their own thing tend to like, if they do it properly are the ones that kind of like rise to the top. It's hard hard to get noticed. It's hard to get noticed in the crowd. Exactly. You gotta be, you gotta be the top 1% if you're doing everything that everybody else is doing. Yeah. So you do your own thing and you do it well and fuck what they say you have a better chance all right well that wraps it up so uh (laughs) thanks for listening to this episode of uh stereo podcast nine thanks for listening we hope you liked it uh check us out we have a podcast section on our website Uh, you can also hear us on uh youtube spotify soundcloud there's also some good music on our spotify and soundcloud if you're into that kind of thing Keep listening and thanks for all your support. Honestly, everyone saying, hey, like this is fun. This is cool. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it actually means a lot to us. We we're only gonna do six episodes, but now we're damn near 20, and it feels like people are like we got you know listeners from UK, Australia, everywhere, and it's actually really cool. So thank you, everybody, and uh we're out. Thanks for listening to Serial Podcast 9.